Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Take Your Points. I'm your host, Ronan Scott. And this week we focus entirely on the Antrim Camogues and their intermediate championship success. Our guests are the captain Lucia McNaughton and defender Chloe Drain, who are going to talk about the incredible season and why they think they could be competitive next year at senior level. Chloe, Lucia, thanks for joining us and congratulations on the victory. Um, it's an important result and we wanted to get you in just to sort of get a look back at the, at the season and at the, you know, the highs and lows and, and what really led to the, this year's victory and also why it was so important. But I wanted to start by asking you, like, what were the challenges in, in the earlier stage of the season, Chloe? What do you think, was there anything that you had to surmount, you know, leading up to the championship? Um, one of the probably the big things we faced all year was COVID. Um, even from if we go back to trying to respond to our defeat last year, like the way we done that was probably limited with COVID as well because we were in the gym or we couldn't get into the gym sorry a lot so we were doing like online um, Zoom sessions and things like that so then um, coming up to it like the last time we played Kilkenny was I think that was opening group game wasn't it? Yeah, Kilkenny sure. and we played them at home in Dunoy but we were missing four mm -hmm. players that day and that all came down to COVID as well so um, that was like a real reshuffling for the team and especially like even though that wasn't knockout and it was only the group games but I think it was kind of we wanted to start off on the right foot, you know, so it was um, important we get the result in the day then. So I think COVID has been a factor all year for us, but it really, really did affect us because it was even in the group chat that week, like girls were putting in messages and it was like another one and another one and another one. And it was just, it was nearly like demoralising, mm -hmm. you know, in your preparation for the game too, because it was just like constant setbacks, you know, so, um, but thankfully with the depth there kind of, and it got us through that, so. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What about last year? You lost the intermediate final, Lucy, at, um, to, uh, to to Down. How, how much of the effect that had that on you dur during the lead up to the this year's campaign? Well, at the time we were obviously devastated, um, but now looking back, it was probably the best thing that had happened to us. So we we played down our first league match, um, and we beat them, which was great day it was a good start to the season we obviously played them twice more throughout the year um, and we couldn't get past them but like they, they're a really good team and big and physical you know and um, it was great to have two good matches behind us before starting the championship but obviously then just having the experience of playing at such a high level you know they're obviously senior team um, playing against them and the pace that they play with as well you know bringing that into the championship too really stood by us as well yeah it just sort of shows you that the, the, how beneficial it will be to move up the senior mm. level, isn't that right? Yeah, well, I think it shows us that, you know, we were kind of thinking to ourselves, you know, we're not far away. You know, every time we played them, we did get closer. Um, unfortunately, it didn't go over the line, but we did get closer each time. So we were kind of like, you know, we're not far away in their senior team. So I think that drove us on as well. Like no game that we played them in this year looked like the final last year. Do you know, like last year, the final was completely, by the half time it was, more or less out of our reach, wasn't it? Whereas that was never the case. And then like we seen them doing quite well, you know, and they were getting decent results. Yeah. Like the only beat was at six points by Cork, I think. Yeah. Do you remember down in, yeah. in the senior championship and like we were maybe like one or two off them. So it just showed that the gap wasn't massive there, do you know? I think the hurt as well from getting beat by them too drove us on like for the championship too, because we didn't want to get beat again. One of the issues this year perhaps was changes to the team. Injuries, Lucy. You were injured during the year, and I remember um, Paul Paul talking to me about um, panel changes and moving players around. How big of that? How big of an issue was that f during the campaign? 
Yeah, I think it was an issue because I broke my jaw against Derry that day and then it was six weeks before I was able to even kind of train again, you know, and then we get, that was that week of the girls getting caught with COVID and having to isolate and stuff. So then I wasn't meant to start the Kilkenny match, do you remember? And then I did start then basically, like, I was probably like a week ahead of schedule maybe, which wasn't a lot, like, but at the time it maybe was more, you know, than it seems, but, um, and then like Maeve Conley was injured at the time too. What game did she get? Pick that injury. Up, she she kind of had an injury like it was niggling on. Yeah, it was niggling, and there was a few other ones like broken fingers and things, you know. And at the time you're like, oh, this is awful. But it, like we had a good, like as Chloe said before, mm. like good depth in the panel that you could bring people in, which was great. And then I think it, it showed you. So like Neve was brought in to fall back, and then it showed you how well she played in fall back, because normally she wouldn't really play there. So, and then other people got shuffled around, and then you seen them in different positions, which I think was good too. Yeah. Um. So although it's a negative that they're injured, other people got a chance as well, and that's whenever you take your chance. So whenever you saw injuries happening, you there was a bit of concern then that. Yeah. Well, I suppose because you want what you think is your best team and if, if somebody from the starting team gets injured you're like oh but we weren't really like that as well because we had such good like subs there's so many girls in the panel who could just step on and do the job and like they did obviously it's always a concern when somebody's getting like a like a serious injury you know Chloe needed to get surgery so but it was great that we had the depth in the panel to like for them to step on and take over yeah is there any games that stood out, uh, Chloe? Was there any games that, that, that in, in the lead up to the championship, not the final? Like a game as you were talking there, I was thinking about was the Galway we played them in the league semi final. Do you remember down in uh, Ashburn, Ashburn, and that was I think that was like a week after my surgery. I think so that was probably our first game going in, and like Maeve tried to play that day for maybe like five ten minutes, and then she came off with an angle too. So that was like to, because like, me and me probably do do a lot of talking in the back lines, that was both of us gone and like the girls were unbelievable that day. Like I think that was one of our best performances that day because like I remember Katie McKillop was playing corner back and she was probably getting her chance, do you know, and we hadn't been, want to say the core 15 um, even last year and then this year she got loads of game time and like that day she was the one leading the charge at the back, mm -hmm. you know, and that just showed the depth that we did have because it was somebody else doing it, you know, mm -hmm. opposed to the people maybe you always look to, you know, and she was unbelievable that day, mm -hmm. I remember. Mm -hmm. Why do you think that was? Why, how, where, where does that come from? Is it the development teams coming through or, 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 or do they already know you as players through club or what is it? Well, we're so, our team's so close this year, um, especially we are like all really good friends and all, and, but you can see like at training and that, that everyone is so like busting to get onto the team. So I think whenever people saw right, here's my chance, they're injured, here's my chance for two, three weeks until they come back to get my position on the team. Um, and I think then they were probably more confident coming in because they had trained and we know each other also well too. Um, so for like the likes of Katie coming in, she was able, she knew what her role was. She'd always been watching matches and things from the sideline and she knew what she had to do. So then whenever they come in, you just have to do it. Mm -hmm. And then she did. Um, she played really well that day. Coming from like really good club training as well, like, like Katie could do that so seamless as well. Do you know that there was nothing? Because like I don't think there's anything. If you look at our bench probably and look at the people on the pitch, there's not very much between. Mm. There's if anything between you know, which is good. How important was the management? What role did they play to prepare you? Like I mean, what sort of different things were they doing during the campaign to sort of set you up? I suppose everyone had their own kind of individual role. So Paul and Jim. We, they got our stick work immaculate um, <laughs> um, with all the stick work drills and you know the passing and everything they got us 
up to speed of what we needed to be doing. And then Dowdy, she brought in Lucia and Curtis, um, which are, are two strength and conditioning coaches, and um, then Dr. Noel Brick as well, a psychologist. Yeah. Um, so we were in the gym with them, and then obviously um, the psychologist with Dr. Noel Brick. Um, so they both brought, you know, like they brought the hurling and they brought the Dowdy brought the strength um, side to it as well. So like a combination of it all was just a great mix. Um, and because we would have went to the gym then one, one night a week and then we would have went to the hurling two or three other nights a week as well. So it was a nice mixture too, and you know, just to keep yourself strong throughout the year. Was it a step up from last year? Was it did was there a develop was the programs developing or was it the same as last year, the preparations? Well, I suppose because last year we only had like eight weeks. Um, you know, it was very tight and I said this would be hard for any management to like think of a plan of what you're going to do like in eight weeks. So it was a lot different because we had more time. We obviously had more matches as well to go on. Um, I think the management did a brilliant job and did everything to a T this year. Whereas last year we just didn't have the time and we thought we were ready because we were doing well throughout the like the yeah. the round robin kind of thing during it and then just at the final we knew that we weren't. But this year we knew we were ready. We started the league, remember last year before COVID? And we had yeah. good wins in that league. And then like the new management coming in got like all the players out and the players buy-in, I think. And then that probably encouraged, those good wins, I think, got everybody back after mm. COVID. Yeah. And then we probably didn't realise the potential we had as a team, you know, until we did kind of ride the storm last year. And then I think the final was one of them ones, everyone was so successful right up into the final that we didn't know our weaknesses. And then I think we kind of reflected on those over the winter and then that's never like Elaine probably put loads of things in place for us as well. You know, like our strength and conditioning and our psychologist, just them wee things that we were missing from last year that allowed us to push on so much, you know, and just tap into, I suppose, a different team, I think. Yeah, different training that we probably hadn't had yeah. before. How important was the sports psychology element to it? I think, especially after the defeats from down, like any final we had been in this year, we had got beat, and then the last final we were in last year, we were beaten. So I think for a lot of the girls, um, he helped so much. Um, and you don't realise how much he's helping until you're on the pitch and you're like, oh, hi, like you're thinking of all the different, like the advice that he's given you, like subconsciously, you're just doing it. Yeah. Um, I found it very helpful. Um, and I know a lot of the girls come out of it and be like, yeah, you know, just tell us, it just takes someone to tell you. And you're like, oh, yeah. I know. <laughs> it's obvious things, but you just need mm. to see them. Yeah. I think he just taught us how to think, even if it wasn't the things we talked to him about, he taught us how to like manage everything. That, mm. You know, I think that was one of the biggest things that helped us this year, mm. even especially probably because we were playing in Crook Park as well. Mm. And like, we're so young and people hadn't done that before. Do you know, so I think, even though we didn't overly address the whole Crook Park thing mm. with him, like a lot, we did a bit maybe, but mm. I think it was all our other sessions just taught us how to manage other things that taught us how to manage that, do you know? Paul said that after the semi-final, the, well, the talk was a lot of his hadn't played in Coke Park and that was, was something that was exciting. Now he felt that he needed to move on from that and not focus on playing in Coke Park. And that, and that was, I don't think it was a concern for him, but you know, it might've been an issue, but it didn't seem to be an issue. No, not I mean, all, we were lucky enough, we got down the week before to just walk around the stadium and like whenever you went in, that's whenever you could have been like, oh, it's massive and look at the pitch and everything. So then by the time we got out on the All-Ireland Day, then you're like, you know, you've done that. You don't have to look at anything anymore. You can just concentrate solely on the match. Yeah. And I think that actually helped us a lot. Like I think we had our novelty day where it was all exciting and people were running about with the funds and all that mm. cry on. And then like the next day we went back, it was just a dressing room and a pitch. It wasn't 
than having outside of that. And I think everybody, but I think that's something that's very easy to say in hindsight. You probably didn't know how people were going to react, yeah. you know, until after. But see, now, whenever I think back, you know, even to the bus journey down mm. and, and like we were in control of everything, I think, you know. Yeah, I was going to say, because a lot of teams would always would go down before to Croke Park, you know, yeah. and they would do that and they would have did what you've did, yet they would still maybe have got blinded by the big mm. day. I think, you know what it probably was too, going back to like our hurt from last year. Like we had the big day that we talked about last mm. year, and all, whereas where did that get us last year? Do you know? Whereas this year, I don't think anybody wanted to be there for apart from the right reason to win. Yeah, you know, I don't yeah. think. I don't. Th I really don't think Croke Park came into it at no, all. For and I don't know if it did for anybody. You know, even playing on it though, because I remember Maeve said to me, she was like, like I forgot I was on Croke Park. You know, because you just got you got so into the match, and then you were you were just like right, get the ball, get it up, and I think that probably happened to a lot of the girls then as well because you were so focused on what your job was that it didn't matter where, you, like, and we kept saying it doesn't matter where we are or who's there, you know, we go have to go out and play Camogie like we've done for the past however many years, you know. In the lead up to the final, what sort of things were you thinking about? What was the threats you expected from them and what sort of, do you have an idea of where you wanted to play the game or the way the game you wanted the game to, you know, pan out? Yeah, I suppose we, we did know them from the first championship match. Everything was so different with our team and theirs. Um, we didn't focus a lot on them. Um, we were just trying, like I said before, we were like trying to get our own performances every match. Um, so we focused a lot on ourselves, really, rather than them. Would you yeah. say that? Yeah. I think we did have the factor of, and that's probably where we helped ourselves manage the big day more, was because like Kilkenny and Croke Parks, you're going to get storm yeah like i think we probably thought about that but mm. i don't know if we thought about much more yeah. past that like we know? had our own game plan kind of what we were going to do and we just had to stick with it and what was that game plan what was the what was it you know what was the well i suppose it was trying to work to the, our advantage as much as possible so we know you know our forwards are fast so you need to get the ball to them as soon as you can um creating you know space creating space and, and making sure that you're always communicating it's really the simple things but it's just when you're out and it's, it's very hard to hear whenever you're in Crow Park yeah, <laughs> and you don't know it until you're actually on the pitch and it's actually you're shouting at each other then it was more like communication and different things like that which are so simple but sometimes it just goes out the window when you're under pressure. I, Paul did talk about that about delivering of passes and moving the, the attacking exactly that final third you know um, did that have, was that an issue do you think that was an issue during the year? Well, we did have like a quite like was it around maybe the middle of the year we did start having conversations about like our quality of ball mm. um, and things like that and so that was something we probably had worked on because like last year was very stop and start so this year it was like continuing we could work on like we had games that were stringing together too so um, you know and like we were out maybe every week so at least like on a Wednesday we could actually see what was wrong and then you know fix it just because like our forwards I think are frightening like they're very mm. it's an unbelievable forward line so it was just like how can we facilitate this the best and I think the quality of the ball in had to be you know, good to allow them their best chance. So um, that probably was how we worked on. But we didn't work. We worked on that from the back, back up back, right, because we were working on really. like yeah, like supporting ourselves on the way out and things mm. like that. And I think just keeping the ball, you know, and things like that. So do you think? Do you agree, Lucy? Do you think that the the, the attack and play improved and developed as the year went on? Was it did it get? Yeah, and I think from Katrina, our goalkeeper, right, like full back, half back. I think once we knew what everyone was doing you know, and what the role was, um, it made the forwards job a lot easier too because there's always the, the thing, oh, I'm not getting a good ball in, blah, 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 you know. Um, but 
it is very difficult whenever the backs are obviously under a lot of pressure to deliver a good ball in every time. So it was, it was about trying to get it to the, the like their advantage rather than like you know it's not going to go under their hand every time. But I think as the year went on and as we kind of practice at training and things, it did get a lot better from the backs the whole way out. And you know the support play I think made that a lot better. Yeah. How, how important was the goal? Was it the key moment in the first half, or what would you think the key moment perhaps might have been if there was a key moment? Um, I think it was maybe. The goal definitely helped. I think it was getting those points all in a row, though. Like we, once we got started, you know, they obviously went one four up yeah. um, or four one up. But at that stage, I wasn't really like, oh, you know, we need to get going here. I was like, we just need to start. We hadn't started, and then once they, like me even rushing got a couple of them them go or yeah. points on the board really, and then obviously the goal then just gave us a that wee blanket that we needed. I think the big turning point was whenever they missed the goal and then yeah. a ball and a rushing and she probably shouldn't have won it and she did mm. and she put it over the bar. Like I think that was a big turning point for us more even than the goal because mm. whenever the goal came we had started to do us yeah. and started to play whereas at that stage we weren't doing us and we were kind of grappling with them at that stage so like but then I think that goes back to other games where we had been in every situation there was to be in hadn't we like we'd yeah. been we took early leads like we took a while to start like we kind of had been in all of those and we did always I think I think that comes from us just being really close, though, mm. that we just trust the kind of the process, and we know that we will, we ha we have got out of situations and we've pushed mm. on, like haven't we? So mm. I don't think that because so many people said to me there, like they think if Kilkenny got that goal, it would have been a different game, and I, I couldn't disagree more because yeah. I'm like, no, we've probably been in that situation, we'd have just done what we'd done after it anyway. Yeah. And that's interesting, and that's why you were so calm. That's why you were, I presume you were calm as well in this that sort of situation. Yeah, I wasn't. Yeah. I wasn't too fizzed by that. Like whenever Roisin took that point, I was like, that's us that's, now. Yeah. Do you know? It was just like that's it done now, and we push on. But mm. like, even if that goal went in the net, I don't think I'd have felt any different to it go mad. Like we had talked about other teams having purple patches, you know, yeah. they're going to, and it's just about how much we, it's like damage control really, once they're in it. So then I think once they missed the goal, they missed their goal chance, and then Roshan got that point, it was like, right, we've rode the storm basically, yeah, so she, like it's, yeah. it's us now, it's our time for us to start, um, which is bad because we, we tried to say, right, we're not going to wait for them to do yeah. what they do. But it worked out all right. <laughs> um, what about mood at halftime? What what was the sort of feeling in the change rooms? And was there, a, you know, I presume it was calm, was it? Or what, what was what was the talk we were talking about? I we were in a good place. We had yeah. won the first quarter. We had won the second quarter. Um, Even like that second water break, we were quite well up at that yeah. stage. And you would have thought it was a draw. Like mm. we were all like this hasn't done yet, like we yeah. knew, and like we probably were safe at that stage because there was there was quite a bit in it, do you remember at that point, mm -hmm. at the second water break, but like, it, it didn't feel like that yeah. because I think we just wanted to do ourselves justice on the big day mm -hmm. and keep, you know, probably take every quarter because that's kind of what we've done too, do you know? Um, I think after the Galway match and them coming back at us, yeah. and I said uh, at the last 15 minutes, I think we were, ten, were we 10 up, or we were, we were well up anyway, and I was like, the Galway match, they came back, they got a goal. Like they could have got another goal from those threes that they had to. And I was like, that can't happen. Basically, it's like it doesn't matter how much we're up by, we have to keep pushing on because, like, it's Kilkenny and we're in Cork Park in the All Ireland final. Like anything could happen. So it was like push on, like it's not over yet. Is the team vocal? Or do, in, in, in the change room, is it a lot of, of the, you know, were senior players doing all the talking or is it a lot of everybody shouting or is it the management doing all the talking? What, how does that work in that dynamic in the team? I'd say we are mm. quite vocal. Like, oh, it's like, I'd say we're vocal in our lines. Like, mm. like the backs, we will have a conversation and we will know what's going on. It's the same for mid-up, I think. Yeah. You just kind of have conversations in your in packs, your, you know, yeah. in your units that you're working in. I think we'd be, 
you know, or like if you, like if one of us saying like say, like Anya was getting quite frustrated in the first wee bit, like we'll talk to each other because we are quite close and we know we have a relationship mm. to do that, you know. Yeah. Joan? There's a, obviously there's the generic kind of team talk that like, you know, Paul or Jim or um, Elaine would do and then they're kind of like, you know, was there anything else that you want to talk about? And then we would just talk to ourselves basically about what we, you know, because we're the ones seeing it. So mm -hmm. we're the ones that know kind of how to change it as well. Mm -hmm. And then in the second half, did it, were you, at any point, were you confident that we needed, at any stage, or you said you were calm, but at any stage in the half, second half where you thought, this has got this wrapped up? I looked at the clock at 62 minutes and 30 seconds, so there was 30 seconds left in the match, and I was like, yeah, we've won this. <laughs> <laughs> that was the only time I said, I looked, I said, oh, we've won this, it was only with 30 seconds to go, because there was nine points in it, I think, so I was like, yeah, okay, I think we can... Well, no, don't stop, actually, wait until 30 <laughs> seconds and then we can stop. I remember looking at the clock, and I will, I will not forget it, it was 58, 55, and I looked, and then I took a wee dander around the square to myself and looked back up, and it was 58, 56, and I was thinking, that clock needs to... Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> you don't ever you want Sam so much, so you don't believe you have it till it's, yeah, over. it's over. Do you know, yeah. like, so, like, and they did pose goal threats, like, yeah, a lot did. in that second half, you yeah. know, didn't they, especially... Probably that last 15, no, that wasn't, mm. wasn't the last 15. Um, they ran a lot on goal, like they were up in our half yeah. a lot. Because they got the goal stage. and then they got the goal from the, yeah. the 21 yard free. free as well. And then the half back came up and scored a goal too. Yeah, so right. they were posing a lot of threat, but then we just we had we worked hard to the end. Yeah. enough to keep enough yeah. comfort in that. But thing. you weren't worried, you know, that the, but you said before, Chloe, that you'd been in all these sort of situations, yeah. so you were able to handle that sort of thing. Would yeah. that be correct? There's like, a feeling that you get, I think, during matches, like, yeah, I think yeah. in the Galway match, you were like, oh, we are not in control of this. Yeah. Like, everyone was everywhere. But I think in the Kilkenny match, we were pulled out a, a, a brave bit, like, whenever you look back on it. But there was never a stage that I was like, oh, we are not in control of this. Like, they're getting, they're winning every ball. They're doing, because we were still winning ball. We were st we were still posing threats too, as as were they. So I think that's why I was kind of more... I think that's why we describe it was like, I felt the, like we were in control the mm. whole match. Like. I think it's because we had been in situations and came out of them, you know. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Immediate reaction afterwards, like, would you remember the moment whenever the final whistle went up and how you felt? I, I think it was mine was relief, and then obviously just. You just oh, wanted to see everybody, I think. Didn't yeah. You? you just wanted to see the team. Yeah. You know, I suppose you'd worked hard with, like, um, so. Yeah. yeah. It was class. It was special, like, wasn't it? Like, it was class. You just wanted to hug absolutely everyone, just yeah. run around the whole pitch it and was. hug everyone. <laughs> was it a surprise? I mean, was it, you know, did you, were you shocked that it had happened or, or as you say, it was a relief? I wasn't shocked. I was just like, I can't believe it has happened because it's something that you dream about every day, like whenever you're leaving now. Um, but I wasn't shocked that our team, because I knew our team was good enough to do it. And like, I don't want to sound like a big head or anything, but we knew we had the, the, the power there to do it. I was just more like, this is absolutely amazing. And like, you just kind of looked around and took it in for about 10 seconds and then you got whisked away to for the presentation. So yeah. you didn't have I much time. Just like, even in the week up to the game, I was like, the only thing that worried me was that we didn't perform. Cause mm. I knew if we just performed, we would be we would win because yeah. like our team was very good. And I don't mean that being like, like you're saying they're like big headed arguing, but it was like, if we didn't, perform we just wouldn't have fulfilled our potential mm. whereas I think it was just like we done it we fulfilled our potential on the big day like yeah. and it was mm -hmm. it was a good feeling like mm -hmm. and what, do you remember that night or what sort of celebrations did you do or what was the celebrations like afterwards we didn't get to spend much time on the pitch so we went into the change rooms and they celebrated in there for a while and then 
we went to the Cork deal for food um, and then straight onto the bus into Ballet Castle and then like fair play to our um, fundraising committee then they had they had us organised we went on to like a wee lorry and we stood up there and sang songs <laughs> and then like all your family was down looking up with us yeah, it was really it was class it was brilliant with all the Antrim banners and everything going around and I remember actually the green glens of Antrim came on in Croke Park too which was yeah, that was cool that was cool that was yeah cool. <laughs> and did any of the reactions surprise you were you surprised by the tension you got I was a wee bit surprised, mm. I think, in Ballet Castle because it was so late at night and mm. like people were in Dublin and then we were probably as far north as you could go mm. and like the crowd in the diamond, like wasn't there a massive crowd? Yeah, there was. And it was just and it was people that you would have been like, You're here, like you wouldn't mm. have thought they'd have made the effort, you know, to come down and out for that. Mm. So like I think that was really special, you know, that you will look back and Yeah, and remember it, yeah. And what have you been doing since? Like what sort of things have you have has happened in the in, in the time since the since the final? Well, we've kind of been flat out. I suppose a lot of the clubs, um, we go around the the wee training sessions, you know, for the girls and then the schools as well, just to go in and it's actually really, it's really nice to see them, you know, because they're, they're buzzing. Like, and as Chloe said before, there was a lot of them at the matches. So then um, they're, they're all saying, oh, I saw you in Croke Park and obviously it could be their first time in Croke Park as well. And what a time to remember their team winning the All-Ireland, you know, so. We've been at, we've been just been out around the, the clubs kind of and schools as well. Yeah, around the schools and the clubs and it's mm. just been, it's been busy I think because mm. then we were, so we won on the Sunday and then sure club championship started then less than two weeks yeah. then because we were playing on Saturday. Training. So just back to training as well and then as well as then on your free nights I suppose you were trying to go to the clubs and things like that. Mm. So it's been nice though because like you, I think you don't realise until you go to it how buzzing the children and all are like and like they all watched it and they were all, like so many of them were down at it mm -hmm. you know like there was i think that, that was some surprised me actually as well down in the croke park mm -hmm. that day like whenever we'd done something even if it was a hook a block or yeah. a score like the crowd noise like there was a lot down supporting us too so that was really nice i thought yeah, what sort of things have they been saying to you like uh, in the in the clubs i mean the kids what are they saying to you they always just say that i'm the favorite over the same <laughs> <laughs> no, but they do, but they've been saying, like, they even they seen you on TV and, mm -hmm. you know, all them wee things are like, you know, but then even, you know, whenever the coaches always open up to, you know, question and answer mm -hmm. and stuff, like, some of the questions they ask are so good, yeah. do you know, because, like, they're obviously thinking, like, long term of, do you know, it might be, like, how many nights we train or, yeah. you know, or, like, What's what your was... most important drill and things yeah. like that there, yeah. Yeah, um, like some of the questions they come up with I think are so good. Yeah, you're like, oh, <laughs> I don't know what to say. So with that in mind, what do you think the victory will mean for Antrim? How important is this in, in terms of, you know, promoting the game? And I think it's massive for like the clubs. Like, like it's, we went up to St Gauls and they had just started a Camogie club this year. And the girls were saying, you know, it's massive for them, we girls, to see what they can achieve then whenever they've started just this first year. Um, and I remember somebody else was saying to me that their wee niece ha had no interest in Camogie at all. Um, I think maybe they went down to the match and then that evening, or they must have watched the match, and then that evening she was out in the yard with her stick, like, and her not no interest at all before. So I think that's kind of what you want to do, isn't it? Whenever yeah. you're playing, to kind of inspire the younger ones to play, because it's so great, and to show them, like, even, even though, like, Maybe they're not winning much, like going up, that you can actually aspire to be in Croke Park. Yeah. And what about potential next year? Like, how, how can you, how much are you looking forward to competing at the senior level? I think everyone's chomping at the bit, aren't they? Like, I think everyone just is looking forward to getting together as a group again as well, aren't we? Like, everybody yeah. just, we're obviously all back at our clubs and everybody's, I think that's where everybody's head's at at the minute, you know, yeah. but then 
it is like we know then once that's done, I think it'll be regrouping then, kind of pushing on them for next year, you know. So mm -hmm. I think we do realise the work we have to do um, to get up to next year. We probably need to have a bigger winter than we even did last year. So I definitely think though the buy-in's there because mm -hmm. if you're chatting to like, like if I'm chatting to other players that, you know, are different clubs and stuff, like they can't wait to be back and things like that. So I think that's a good sign. Because people just don't want it to end, I think now, you know. Yeah. And how difficult do you think it's going to be up going up to that level, Lucia? Um, I think it's a massive step. Um, whenever you see the Galway and Cork match after ours, like they're they're really strong, and unfortunately our team's very small, um, so we have to kind of try and make up with it, and like obviously getting ourselves strong, but getting our stick work and everything so much better, um, you know, to try and get around them. Um, I think it's a it's a big challenge, but it's it's one that we're all kind of willing to buy into. Um, even from now, obviously, we're back at the clubs, but we'll want to get ourselves better for our club now, and then that'll hopefully carry over then on to next year too. But I think if we can get the buy-in for t next year and just, you know, because we're still in the, the Division Two league, so we'll be nice to, like, to you know, be, there'll be still really good competitive matches in that to set us up hopefully for Championship too. Yeah. Like, I think we have goals already that we want to achieve next yeah. year probably, don't we? Like, like whenever you mentioned the like, Division Two there, next year as well, and then we've seen what down done as well like Down had like a successful year probably up in their first year in senior mm -hmm. and then like I think if we could be in the situation Down are in now because we are so young you know if we could go up next year and compete and stay up like things can only get better then you know in the senior ranks because hopefully we just keep progressing and fine tuning. And do you think that it would inspire like other counties like the likes of Derry and that to push on as well? Yeah definitely. I think so big time. Like I think the potential is just sitting in Derry waiting mm. to be use probably you know um i suppose they're maybe where we were a few years ago yeah. do you know how important is the rivalry between like the likes of antrim and down and Derry? how important is that to, in order to sort of to push the thing on i think for us it was very important because yeah. i don't think it would have matter if it was down or whatever team it was um but maybe just because they're so close to us <laughs> like getting beat at any stage just drives you on as well um but i think it's good to have good competitiveness within the province too yeah. Um, because you know you'll be playing with them like in the Ulster Championships as well so you'll be wanting to keep it as um, competitive as possible but obviously you still want to be the best. Yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. It's a fantastic achievement. I do think it's massive for Ulster um, to show that uh, uh, both Andrew and Diane can get up the senior level um, and it just shows that you know Ulster doesn't have to be you know scared of any team like they can go out and compete with anybody. I think it's brilliant <laughs> like the amount of people who say to you, it's great that you're keeping the game alive up there, um, yeah. you know, and you're like, okay. Uh, but now that then to, for it, for us to show that like there's two, there's two teams in Ulster who are in the, the Division 1, you know, I think we are a force to be reckoned with now, so yeah. it is great to have. It's probably though as if you're constantly having to prove that though, do you know, yeah. like isn't it like this? Because I'm kind of like, why does geography come down to it? Why does, like, why do we get, oh, you're keeping it alive up there? Like, why are we different? <laughs> do you know, like, you know. Yeah, well, same, I interviewed... we do the same training and the same work. Do you know, it's not the same sport. I interviewed Grania McGullick recently and she said the same. She said that there was often felt that Ulster teams would go down with a sort of inferiority complex, but she never felt that was the way. She just loved to, you know, compete with those teams and mm -hmm. just prove them because she often felt that whenever she played them, they maybe sort of underestimated that yeah. dairy whenever she was playing for them. I know that could be the case, mm. you know, going forward. Well, I don't mind being like them say, thinking or being complacent or whatever because like we know what we have um, and I don't mind going in as an underdog either. 
it's, I think it's just a thing that we're always having to prove ourselves yeah. even more. See, even saying that though, like we probably were backed for this. Oh, we like were, we yeah, were, we're yeah. backed yeah. big time for that, you know, and mm. like everybody I think was kind of had us pinpointed, you know, even like early doors is probably big favourites for the intermediate. But I think like going forward, I think us and Down will have good battles in the senior, hopefully with all our senior teams as well. So. In conclusion, I suppose it's an exciting time for Antrim Cogie and an exciting time for Ulster Cogie. But uh, Lucia, uh, Chloe, thanks for coming in. Really appreciate it and congratulations on the incredible victory. Thank you very Thank much. Thank you very much. Thanks for having us. That's brilliant.